Alrighty, welcome to another episode of Board with Nelly. Today is a very untraditional guest, non-traditional guest, my friend Milos. He's been in a bunch of videos of mine. He's a very, very interesting character. He's not a FIFA person, but he is a professional pole vaulter. He is trying to get to the Olympics, and I think he's going to be able to do it next year. He won $75,000 on Ellen. He has a master's in film. He's just a very interesting character, and if you're a younger listener, I think there's a lot of things you can draw from this podcast about basically a person that's kind of figured out a different way to make it in life without necessarily going through the cubicle job or the nine to five, whatever you want to call it. So to me, you know, it's definitely an inspiration and I think you can draw a lot of stuff from it. And I'd like to apologize because I lost about a minute of of the audio, you know, somewhere in the middle. Nothing was really crazy that was missed, but just letting you guys know. And uh, I lost like the last 10 minutes. So the end's kind of abruptly, but once again, not too much is missed, and uh, I'll continue working on improving the quality, the general quality of the show, and especially these in-person podcasts, which I don't think I'll have too many of, but when I do, I'd like to have a really quality episode, uh, and the guests that I have are just awesome, so this was a fantastic episode, and I really hope you give it a listen. All right, enjoy. <sighs> Milos Savage, my brother. Is it recording? Is oh, it? it yeah, let's double oh, check. You can see in the mirror it's flashing. If it doesn't flash, it's not recording. You can see in the mirror. I can't. You can't see the mirror? I can see the mirror, but I can't see the little thing. That's a big mirror. You gotta see everything. <laughs> My guy, some people might know this as the uh, infamous how to catch a FIFA Predator set. What they don't know is how many videos... How many you other have. sets yeah. have been on here? <laughs> how many videos You're of mine... You're sitting on the casting couch right now. Why are you uh, helping me with videos, My guy? What's the... Why am I helping you with videos? Yeah, you... Why? What's the reason? Um, well, you kind of forced me to, uh, you're super annoying. It's just like an everyday text right. until I say yes. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, I might as well do it now. Right? No. Yeah. No, I love making videos. I mean, I have my masters in film, so I love Yeah. We it. should probably address what you are and who so you I love are. That. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. What Can you I do? eat the sausage while I talk? Of course. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, please. Well. My name is Milos. <laughs> uh, I've got a master's in film um, at the university from the University of Windsor. So I'm a filmmaker, but I am an artist by day, well, <laughs> athlete by day, artist by night. Okay. So I do film. Uh, I stay up real late to do film, but then the next day I go and train. I'm a pole vaulter. So that's my story. You're a renaissance man, I would say. You know, I don't like to fit those molds that, you know, the cookie-cutter children, you know. I was that until I was about 12, and then yes. I said, let's get going. Yes. Yeah, so. I've known you since 13, 12. We played Windsor Serb soccer. Yep. And we played on the highest level in our little city. We both made the best team, the mm-hmm. best football team you can make in, in our division. In, in our, our division? FC right. Nationals. But I didn't go. I went to Rose City. I didn't make FC. You didn't make FC? No. Because I didn't want to quit hockey. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. We were So we had, the, we had the best team in the city, the Windsor Serbs. Yeah. And what happens is you get called up to the FC Nationals, which is like which a team like, above, and they start competing. It's the academy them. team in the, in the city. Yeah. 
Right. And so, then yeah. you start traveling, you start playing in, I don't know, Europe, not Europe, in uh, like Michigan and Toronto and all these like right. tournaments. So you had went there with a couple athletes and I went to a couple of their practices to like try out whatever. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he's not bad, but <laughs> he's a hockey player. Sure. But, I mean, for our age, you were kind of, you know. That was good. You were, yeah. And they wanted me, but they were like, yeah, you can't do both. So I said to my dad, I said, I'm not down with this. Kind of salty. It was a weird relationship with that coach. It was well, oh, was, Dave, yeah, Dave. Just at the time, like yeah. I'm boys with his son now. Like we're cool, but like at the time, I just felt like this weird energy. And then the Rose City spinoff. We went. To, I went to Rose City, which was like the best team in the league that you left to go play yeah, FC. Right. And then I went to London United. Did you? I don't know. And that's when we versed each other. And that's when. Like, that's when we made it the same. So I went to that same team, but in London. You went full James Harden. You went to... And then when we played, when we played Windsor vs. London, I scored three goals. (laughs) Ah! And I was not the best player. Did we we win? Did we won? We won. You won? Yeah, 3-1. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. And, you know, my coach, you know him well. Yeah. He was fired (laughs) up. And I remember I was all in it, too, because it was this, like, crazy rivalry, like... I kind of got cut from them. Not really, but I made that up in my head. Yeah, of course. They Jordan, me. And Jordan documented I made it personal. I made it personal. And I remember going like this to the to our uh, London United crest, you know, and just yeah. looking at Dave like, ah, after my third goal. And they're like, how is Milos out of all people scored on us? Jovan's pissed. Right, right, right. right. And then uh, my coach isn't even like, good job. He was like, a oh, great miss kick, big man. Because I definitely fumed it, but it went right past Yolan, and I was just like, boys, I'm... Was that the coach... Did that coach also coach somewhere in Windsor? Yeah, Rose City. Wait, okay, yeah, before that. The season before that, he, we played against them, yeah. and then they lost, like, 7-1. Yeah, it was like... Rose, I'm pretty sure it was Rose City. Rose City. We were, like, stacked. Oh, yeah. And this guy was... It wasn't fair. This guy was fuming. He was calling us out, saying we were buying the best players in the yeah, city. for sure. At 13 years this old is in Windsor, Ontario. Football is, is, it's like, it's like what this is to Serbs. That's what football it is, really is. is to Scots. And yeah. he uh, is very passionate and he will, he will get under your other, uh, your skin. Yeah. The players, coaches, he is, uh, he is a machine mentally. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he likes doing that. He's like, you guys are buying players. You guys are this. And he just like, two years later, I'm on his team. Yeah, this guy was like, every football coach is kind of like, mm, fucking the head a little bit, I feel. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be almost. Like, who wants Well, to? yeah, a good coach has got to be a little crazy. But he was like, literally fuming. He was yelling, screaming at like 12 year olds. He's like, look at you, wins the Sibs, buying all the best players. I'm like, bro, it's like, come on, man. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Wins ridiculous, it's ridiculous. Shameful from the, from the FA. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so yeah, footy. Early life, Pretty early life. Hockey, what happened with hockey? And I mean, I, you know, living in Canada, if you're not playing hockey, you're, you're not getting Serbian. late. Yeah, you're not getting late. You're right. <laughs> well, it was one of the few Balkans on the ice, but that made it good because that was my sport. You know? <laughs> I was I was way better at hockey than I was at soccer. Isn't there one Serbian guy that plays in the NHL? What's his name? I, there, there is one now. Yeah, I forget his name. There's a lot. Of Everyone hockey. looked up to this guy. This guy always like. It's like the idol for Serbian hockey, <laughs> like kids here. Uh, are you talking about Joe? Joe Sakic? No, no, no. There's Sakic. a no. There's a very Serbian. Guy. I can't remember his name. He plays in the I, NHL. I think like, there's really one good. now. I'm out of the. I'm out of the hockey loop. Right. So how how did you know hockey come about? Why did you even? 
Well, I, I asked to play when I was young because, like, all my kids, all my kids, all my friends played, right? All my friends were playing hockey, and I'm, like, this athlete, and I'm, like, yo, let's try it. And uh, two years later, I'm just good. And they're, like, you just started skating. Like, you know, right. you should play travel. And then I went to trial for travel, and I didn't make it for, like, three years. I just keep getting cut. Yeah. Even though I was, like, pretty good. I just, like, yeah, it's, it's a big, like, you know, like, system where it's all the parents know each other and, like, who's this Milos guy? He's not that yeah, good. Yeah, true. So it took really long to make a team. Finally made the team. And then, uh, and then after that, it was just, like, I became the, the person who's, like, okay, he's already on the team. And now, like, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting family of hockey. But um, it's a great sport. I love yeah. skating. That's the thing. I don't like running. I love skating. Right. It's so much more efficient, man. You just do a <laughs> well, little stride and you're gliding. We should start making all the roads ice and everything ice. I would love that. that, that <laughs> when I see images of like Quebec with all those channels and people are skating, yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. Super cool. So I, I'm a huge skating fan. Yeah. In fact, more than I am. But hockey. you don't play hockey anymore? I played pickup two years ago. Um, I play in leagues like here and there but I haven't played I haven't put on skates in like two years I, I I'm not allowed to do it now because I'm training full-time for pole vault so I can't really risk my body because you're gonna be an players, Olympian you're gonna be talking hopefully. to an Olympian this hopefully this uh, pod goal. is gonna just age so well and people it's like, gonna age where can well. I where can I find out more about this Milos guy and be like I got the only ticket in town boys come on come on down. yeah so that's the story with that. And then when I got old enough to realize what hockey players are, I was like, I don't want to be it's a hockey like, player. You're no teeth. You're going to get, like, concussions. Oh, man. Your body's going to be destroyed by fucking Yeah, dirty. exactly. But, I mean, think of some of these kids, man. They're, like, 19 years old, and it's like, oh, like, a couple million dollar contract, and you move into a city, like... Their cocks are, you know, always empty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. in Canada, to be a hockey player 100%. is what it is to be a footballer in Europe, if, if people 100%. can understand what that means. Yeah, you smell a little more after the game, but <laughs> they love it here. They're free. They love it. Yeah, so that was that was a nice little ride, um, but yeah, no, that's that's done. You know, I respect the sport, but like you said, concussions, man, concussions. That's a big big issue in today's society. How does how does pole vault come into this equation next? How do we go from soccer to you know hockey to pole vault? Right. How do you start something like that? That's what they say. Well, um, I did track in high school. I do remember this, yes. In fact, that was a big thing with soccer, too. I only did soccer because I was fast and I could score. But I oh, you're a little bigger, too. You're a bigger kid, I think. Yeah, I was a little, like, stronger, like, a little, yeah, like, a more little physical. You had that, like, farmer strength, I yeah, always say. Yeah, like, you, like, you plowed, and your, your family has plow jeans and jeans. Plow jeans, sausage <laughs> fingers. Yeah. You I should see his backyard, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> it's, uh, Harvest moon on the hardest difficulty. No, I definitely um, did it mainly, though, for, like, conditioning and, and whatnot. So, like, track was a big thing, and that's what a big part of my game was I was fast. And I remember at one point, dude, I think back now, it's like, what a cocky little bastard but yeah we would like the team would be warming up and the warm-up wasn't good enough for me and i would do a track warm-up by myself at the at the halfway line really do a's and b's like the whole you know like, yeah, yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> and i'm doing this and like as the team's doing their own warm-up right. i was just like no nah, i'm doing this because i want my legs to be warmed up and when i played against this coach he was like Look at this fucking guy, you know? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, he hated it, right? right? And as soon as I joined the team, he was a little, like, 
upset like what do you think you're better than the team and i was just like let me do me let me warm up and then after I'm the a, first I'm game a free bird, after a couple lying. goals he was like let's yeah. do the warm-up and then he would start like it, it became a thing where it's like all right like go over here and do this you know he wanted to of course use my you know but i i think back now i'm like what a what a cocky little kid is just like yeah i'm gonna do my own warm-up <laughs> So you guys are not really good enough here. One I just one. found that we focused less on the running and like the like get the legs moving. So yeah. I wanted the proper biomechanics to be sprint. That's the thing in footy, though. like oh your legs always feel like they're bricks at the start. Maybe it's because you're like nervous a little bit or you just don't get that. The, like I think it's like that. I mean, it's changing now. The technology, everyone knows a lot more. But I think back then it was more like all right, pass this ball around, shoot a couple on the net, I'm good to go. It's like I haven't even broken a sweat. My legs right. are ready to go. So that warm up I was doing was more like let's get my hips firing let's get my glutes like i need to like actually be able to full sprint right and that was my number one goal slash like set the tone of the game in hockey and soccer same thing i would do whoever started with the ball i would just look at them and be like like kick it up yeah. right away like this team you know you're getting to the start line it's like oh it's about to be a game yeah. and it's like the whistle blows it's like it's kick long. and i'm full sprint sprint and they're like what just happened and if you score within the first 10 seconds you are demoralized yeah it's true it's always my go-to is like right off the bat go 110 percent, and then it's not going to be fun for them so right. that was my tactic you're kind of a wild man i would say you have a wild life you're just i do you're a, a little bit you know, you're the busiest unemployed guy I know. I love that. I got to put that under like my bio or something. That's so good. I would busiest unemployed man ever. I literally we've been trying to set up the pod oh, no. for like months. months. And today we get you, and you literally had three hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was up till five forty-five last night drinking beer editing. <laughs> I've been. I wake up early and I try to edit, and I edit all day, and I get nothing done. And then at midnight when everyone's sleeping, my creativity spikes. I used to think that was a lie and I spent all like two years of my life getting up really early and actually grinding. But there's something about the nighttime where you're supposed to People be People are built different, right? Everyone has a dude night owl or what's Night the, owl, yeah, yeah, night owl. And it's not even about like, I don't choose that. It's just what it is. I was literally, I sit at that desk and I had it all day and yeah. I don't get a lot done. And then as soon as the sun goes down, and the normals are sleeping. Normies. It's just like excessive work. And yeah, so I finished everything, which was nice. Um, so yeah, <laughs> the busiest unemployed man. I actually, I like that man. Are All you right. a writer? Uh, you a writer? I do write my own scripts. Some people wouldn't know this if they're <laughs> Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what does this mean for pole vault? Let's go back to pole vault because I right, feel like right. we didn't even talk about that. Oh, sure. How the hell did you get into pole vault? So I was a track guy. I went to a very athletic high school, but, um, I mean, people are going to get mad, but it's the truth. I'm white. You know? <laughs> like, listen. You are? I, I, I don't see color, bro. Come on now. So, I trained my ass off, and I'm an athlete, and I'm pretty fast. Right. But, these boys, <laughs> they would show up, zero practice. Yeah. Uh smoking weed every day and yeah. they would just crush me. crush it and I, and I remember telling my dad I'm like dad I love track and it's fun and like I did 400 hurdles and 400 meters right. kind of like but I tried everything I thought tried a little jab I kind of wanted to do the decathlon jab is that a term in the Javelin? circle they don't say they say jab the jab, jab people javelin people say I'm, I do the jab I do the jab <laughs> I throw a spear it's the coolest that thing. is actually that's it sick. is the most badass it's one. literally like a trojan yeah like spartan's dream yeah, this is how they killed people. Right. So 
I like I, I tried all of it, but um, I told my dad I was like, I can train my whole life. I'll never be as fast as some of these guys. Like, True. Some know. people are just yeah, so built was, different. Right. But I was at a track meet once, and I saw these like high school pole vault in Canada is not that good. And I remember looking over and just being like, I would smash every single one of those kids. <laughs> it's like all the athletes were doing 100 yeah. meter long jump, and all like the leftovers were kind of like doing pole vault. Yeah. Just kind of like how the sport is, right? Sure. It's just like all these like people that get cut from other sports come and try pole vault, and it's like, what am I working with here? You know, um, which is sad. But now it's changing. Obviously, yeah. the sports the sport is growing huge. So, anyways, I saw it and I was like, dude, I would be so good at that. Like, I can do backflips. I can do a handstand. Like, I feel like my body. I feel like that's something I can balance, do. right? And then, and you got to be a little crazy. And you got to like, be this crazy. This is for me, right? right? And we didn't have it at my high school. And my coach said, you would be good at it, but I can't coach you. Like, we don't have that program. So it wasn't until university I started pole vault. So I basically just did track and volleyball and all the sports I wanted. And then in university, I tried out. I got cut. From pole vault, you got cut? Yeah, because I'd never had done it before. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Yeah, of course. I know. I'd never done <laughs> I'm it. I'm joking. Really. I'm joking. You got uh, cut, bro, from a thing you've never tried before. So I did the Michael Jordan thing, where <laughs> I took a personal. <laughs> I took a personal, and I went with my sister twice to practice on her own, um, and then I jumped standard. And then what I, does that mean? Like to make the team. Like, oh, I got cut, and then uh, and then they were like, "Yeah, sorry, like you've never bolted before, like you're not good enough." And then I said, "Well, can you give me until?" December, which was like the beginning of the season, to I jump Jordan, this, baby. To jump this like, I'm coming back when he's like, sure, right? So, and then when I made it, he was kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, like now I gotta drag this from zero, from zero, from zero. But it's kind of a nice thing with a coach. I mean, that's a, it, it is and it isn't. Yeah, and it was a big group then, which was the problem. There was like twelve of us. So right. It was just like extra baggage. Like now, looking back, when people want to do that, it's like, who are you? You're nobody. <laughs> but just my personality and stuff, yeah. I got in there. Super annoying first year, you know, thinks he's so cool, but I ended up being his best athlete, and um, so breaking the University of Windsor Athletic Club record. It's beautiful. So it all worked out at the end. Yeah. Um, so that's how it started, and I, I got good real fast, and then it kind of plateaued, like anything. Sure. Um, but then I just kept grinding, and it's been like eight years now, nine. That's crazy. So, which was, seems like a lot, but it's nothing. Of course, any, you know, anything takes... The world record holder currently right now is 20 years old, but his training age is like 15 years old. Like he started That's crazy. out of the womb, he's been bold yeah. so he's just unbelievable. Sure. So it's just hard to catch up, but I mean, what's the big time for excuses. You know? Nah, what's the big uh, goal, I guess? What's the big dream here with pole vault? Go to the Olympics. Olympics for sure. Um, yeah. Actually, no, I always say, I, that's funny, I always say, like, I, I hate when people say that, because, like, Olympics is just another event, like, um, make a world championship. Yeah. Like, go to Worlds. Right. Including Olympics, but outside of Olympics, world championship is just as, is, is, I mean, it's just as impressive. It's just that Olympics happens every four years. That's sure. why it has this, like, stigma, and it's for your country. To be called an Olympian. Right. Well, that's pretty cool. Right. But like, it's, it's sad because you'll have situations where people will example, a female hurdler from the States broke the world record and didn't make the Olympics two weeks later. How does that, how? Because 
in America, let's say you have five people with Olympic standard, you can only send two. So it's top two at their nationals. Oh, so if that day, so if that day something happens to you, you don't make it. So they've had world record holders not represent them because that day they came third. That's so weird. I mean, and it, it has to happen because like they have to give a chance to everyone. I get it, but like, so yeah, I don't really care so much about Olympics. I just want to go pro. I want to like do it as much as I can, inspire people, have is, fun. Is there a travel. lucrative? life here top potentially top, to be top 10 could could maybe live off of it ish like track is not soccer tell you that well i mean how many olympic sports are most olympic sports are just like probably teetering on the edge of making a good living right yeah besides yeah. like the bigger ones like unless you're usain bolt or some freak exactly that does. like that exactly those yeah. guys will will be will, those guys are definitely making a lot of money um but it's more more so sponsorship and this and that from the actual sport itself the prize money is not that big right but depends how good you are right so i mean if it was in it for the money i would have stayed with soccer and played that much yeah, of course. or <laughs> hockey bro hockey would hockey but nah thinking yeah. back man soccer dude it's in my blood i'm, yeah. I'm serbian Right. Like I definitely should have just... Well, you would have been... If you stuck to it and stayed if around for MLS, it. MLS is booming lately. Right. Like, a lot if of people... I, oh, I wish I liked soccer. I really did wish I liked it. Because yeah. if I did, I think that, like, it'd be the easiest body-wise for me. If I would see Ronaldo, I'll crush him in the race, man. <laughs> Imagine me. Um, I'm, the next guest I should have, uh, or the next guest I have on is probably going to be uh, Stefan Sabera. Nice, nice. So I want to get to know, you know, what his thoughts are. Because he, he went to Europe at a very young age... Yeah. And that's such a difficult thing to do because he was like 20 and only, he was and without then, a doubt another level here, but. Oh yeah, another level here. Over there is like. That's what I mean. So you're another level here. You're the best player in Ontario. Yeah. Let's say and you go there and you can like, what, did you go to Turkey or he something? Went to, he went to a bunch of random places and he right. didn't get much playing time, but. But that's the thing is like, he was there and then when he come came back, he played for the national team here. Yeah. Correct? So yeah. like, he's obviously unreal. So now he's playing in the Canadian soccer league and right. he's about to sign a new contract. But anyways. Story for the day. I think the reason I, I like I like you is because you just try different stuff and you and the, most people will look back in life and think like, Oh, you know, how's he gonna make money out of this? How is he gonna like they're thinking right. so uh, with just like a small minded approach yeah. and then never really works out because at the end of the day, you're gonna do what you like. And if you find any way to make any living of it, you've already succeeded more than like ninety percent of people who are too afraid to do so. Right. Well, you get bombarded with these things like don't, you know, just live life to make money and, and like you're going to have regrets, you know, like how many people actually do what they like. And at a young age, I was just like, yeah, like I'd rather struggle for, for to pay a bill and do something I like right. than, than, you know, than just like finish engineering and go get a job <laughs> that's going to pay well. You know what I mean? a great time here. Um, thanks. <laughs> no, but like I caught like my, like my cousin and my dad are both engineers and that, that was obviously in my mind. Like I was good at math and science in, in high school and like I, I really do like it and sure. it's it's a great career. Something I would probably do if I wasn't an athlete, but it's like But you're so focused on not doing that though, which is which is really good. You're really one like you're really zoomed in on this one goal and that's why you're kinda of succeeding so much because you don't I think you're not um, really thinking about the other side of that, which is really good. And I think yeah. to succeed, you kind of need that little approach. Yeah, like I used to say as a kid all the time, is like if you have a plan B, you're not going to make your plan A because then you're thinking about plan B. Sure. Like you should only have plan A. But when plan A is win an Oscar and go to the Olympics, yeah, yeah, right. that's pretty freaking hard. Yeah. Uh, or I don't have any... Rest in peace, Kobe. <laughs> yeah, right. Beat me to it. He right. got an Oscar. That's crazy. I did, yeah. But it was for a short, so I want to be the first 
Olympian to win a feature. That's ambitious. Feature Oscar, but... For You've sure got the filmmaking. He doesn't even have the filmmaking he ability. He doesn't have the filmmaking ability, but, I mean, that's... I, don't, I honestly think that might even be harder. I don't know what's harder. Winning an Oscar going to the Olympics? Close. Oh, that'd be cool. Winning the Olympics and winning an Oscar, I'd say winning the Olympics is harder. But going to the Olympics and winning an Oscar, I think winning an Oscar is harder. Right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Something to think about. Yeah, well, how <laughs> you get there? Hopefully, man. That's the dream. But like you said, I am the busiest unemployed man. Dude, we, we, when we did that, so me and you did a 48-hour film thing yeah, two years ago. Yes. 48-hour film, and it was, film fest. it was so fun. It's it was, unreal. It was most stressful slash fun time ever. Yeah. But yeah. I remember at the end of it, you know, we had the presentation and everything and Everything was like everyone was happy. We won the best. Like people voted for our video. Oh, the we best. had people choice. Oh, choice. we got gypped that year. We, we got gypped. I best no fun. doubt about it. Best but fun. I remember specifically there was a guy that came up to you afterwards, right, from like Chrysler or somewhere, and he gave you his contact information. You easily could have landed some sort of marketing media job at any oh, of the yeah. big companies. Like, I definitely could have. Like, and you're just like, yeah, I know that's not what I want to do. <laughs> to me, I was like, my man probably just turned down a six-figure U.S. contract. To just well, do whatever he wants to do. Because, like, he, you're not going to be in the cubicle. You're not that kind of guy. No, yeah. And I've, I've had someone tell that to me, and it's and I I respected that they saw that, but they were like, you might be the only person that's going to get away with never having a desk job. Like, my goal in life is not to have a desk course. job. I don't know who was saying that, but this is, this podcast guy, whatever that yeah. is, he was saying that, like, having a resume is one thing. Having a life resume is more important. Sure. So it's like, if you have a... You know, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro on your on your resume. You stand out from all these true other guys who just like, oh, I finished Ivy League and uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. play COD. You know, like do you, you I'm know. Diamond League. So, <laughs> so I so I think that just doing a lot of things is good. Um, and like I think if I just were, were to say like, okay, I'm done with pole vault, very quickly I could find a job and be fine. Yeah, but that's not what that's I'm not what you want to for. Yeah, there's that sacrificing the money now to like build and, and work for something that's going to be more uh, lucrative eventually, hopefully. Right. But I mean, even if you get to a point where, you know, you do turn pro and you're making a living. Right. I mean, that is the ultimate, like, dream. That's pretty... That's the dream. That's pretty... And it's not that far. I'm knocking on the door, which is why right. I'm moving to Toronto in two weeks, going to train full-time, and that's going to be a grind, because now i got to worry about rent, because this beautiful edifice is my me. father's. When this thing clears up, we're going to do some... <laughs> oh, yeah. Some, always play some... Some blowy in Toronto. <laughs> Bring some Windsor over there. No, I'm just kidding. Jokes. So, <laughs> there's no blowy. There will be no blowy. Mom, if you're listening, turn it off. Uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be... It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, I think, I don't know, man. I always go back and I always think, like, what, what am I doing wrong or what am I, what could be doing differently? And to me, I've always just, like, I've just kept a billion options open, kind of like yeah. you, because I don't yeah. really know what the move is yet. Right. Well, like, you, you just you just started your master's. That's big. Right. I just want to get to Spain, man. <laughs> I just want to go to Spain. If there was ever a harder route to Spain... I, I, you know, I, I don't think I don't think you I have can. a better chance to go and play footy. Go back, start <laughs> training, and maybe you'll get signed in Spain. Then go yeah. this way. Being a professional footballer in one of the best footballing nations on the planet does seem pretty doable. After, at Twenty-seven after Serbia. Come on. <laughs> you know another move that no one talks about right now. I think the bigger move, honestly, would be yeah. working from home. Oh man, finding some sort of job. Like I was looking at social media jobs. 
give me 20, 25 hours a week and give me like a sustainable like living and then that gives me time to do whatever I want to do and I'll live like for 500 euros that's, a month in Valencia. That's the next, that's the like the next generation's mindset, which unfortunately like it's, it's getting saturated in the market. But then again, it's like you do whatever you want to do. Like we talked, right? yeah. you want to like do what you want to do. And then just like, if you could put that online somehow in like a nice shape, right? Stand out. You can start doing, keep doing what you're doing. Like right. that Casey Neistat, the guy from yeah, New, yeah, yeah. New York, phenomenal dude. The guy's just doing what he's doing. Right. And kind of throws up a couple vlogs and, and he's now, that's is probably his, like one of his main income streams. Right. Is, is his online presence. There's so many stories of that though. That's the beautiful part. Like that's, if, if there's one takeaway from this podcast is like, do what you want to do. And if yeah. you really are dedicated to it, you can figure out a way to. You know, monetize. make a living or monetize it or whatever it may be. Hundred percent, but it's not easy and it's a lot of work. Yeah, people think this like this overnight success, like these people that, no. are, that are stupid online. Yeah, they might be clowning, right? But dude, they're still recording, editing, Grinding. posting, you know, talking to people, collabing, of doing course. this. It's whatever you do, nothing happens overnight. Yeah. Nothing unless you're. Actually, not unless like people always say, "Oh, like someone like Justin Bieber." Let's let's throw that name as an example. Like what? But like, buddy got flown out and like you know everything was given to him. Yeah, but he's also a musical prodigy at, at yeah, age four. Sure. So like he's obviously done work, and when he was a kid, he was grinding, singing, and doing stuff a lot that people don't see. Like, of course. You know, yeah, he is who he is, but can't grow up in La La Land and be normal. <laughs> You gotta go in there. You after. have to be a little bit, yeah. Like Jamie Foxx says, first you get you you grind through the stuff, you know, and then when you're a human, you go there. Is that what Jamie Foxx actually yeah. said? <laughs> and then you'll be fine. But if you go as a kid and you're raised by Mickey Mouse, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just think of the Family Guy clip where uh, Walt Disney is like, "Yeah, take it off," and Minnie's like taking off her shirt and he's drawing her. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane, shout out. That is shout inspiration, man. Um, that's okay. So we go from, you know, footy to yeah. hockey to pole vault right. to film. To film. You are one of the, you might not know, I think I've told you though, one of, like when you were younger and you were making these like stupid videos in high school, yeah. I was still like shy enough where I didn't want to make anything. Right. And I, but I would look into those videos and like, damn, these are so good. <laughs> Why don't I make this? And then I, I just didn't have the balls to do it until like, I don't know, later in life, of course, but... I would say the sketch videos, you might be one of the bigger inspirations, low-key. Oh, wow. Thanks, buddy. So, like, those videos were, like, that. I'm, like, man, every time, every time I have an idea, I always, like, message him, like, hey, bro, like, just think about this sketch. Well, I, if you had free time, we would make sketches, I feel like, 24-7. And I think I want to do more of that. Like, even this film, I'm, I'm currently making a film right now, and it's just, I love the filmmaking process, but to be a professional athlete requires so much that it's kind of hard to do both, but, I mean, like I said, what isn't hard? Yeah. So I'm trying to grind both, but man, sketch, making sketches, there's nothing better. Yeah. Really. Like it's just such a good atmosphere and yeah, I did it at such a young age. It just came natural, but that's another thing that like could easily be a revenue stream or whatever. You have a master's in film, my guy. Yeah. And I've been doing like, videos and I remember in high school. You have the most impressive of all resumes. You have so much content out there. That's dude, the thing. Like most my, people say they have a degree, but they never made anything or done anything. You have literally like hundreds of hours of this, film. This, this, this teacher this uh what's her name miss um, p she was a gym teacher but she said you should like do this youtube thing this is when youtube was just starting to get
All right, apologies, I lost about a minute and 30 seconds of audio here and video. Um, we were talking about YouTube and other revenues, uh, other sources of revenue, and then Milos started talking about how he's doing photography on the side and filming weddings and stuff like that to make some side money. So jumping back into it. Yeah, so who knows when that cut out, but I was going to say photography is something that's a little easier than film and you can make money um, easier because it's, it's less uh, time-consuming and less of a team effort as yeah. opposed to just, just one solo you know i think it's interesting that you said like if you go one if you go all in on one you're kind of like you get drained or tired or you know burned yeah, out i mean i i no, but i feel that because like i feel like my best video ideas have always come in a time where i was like doing something else like yeah when i was like in a cubicle i was like all right how can i get out of here and then just ideas come by i'm like oh, that's a good idea well, that's a good idea. Like, well, it's like that concept. Like I always think, oh, if only I had this. If only I had this. If right. only. But like no one has that, and even if they do, they might still not succeed. Like it's this like fantasy that if oh if I go a hundred percent into this, you know it would work out. Yeah. But like how do you know that? Like I like my dad always used to tell me he's like, you know you're expecting this like perfect scenario. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like it just won't. And as a kid, I was so busy. I was in like four sports, like three travel sports, like doing good in school and all these things. I had no time for anything else. And it was so hectic that everything just kept getting better. Like right. would, if I was like not into sports or whatever, I wouldn't be working harder in school. I'd probably be true drinking, doing drugs at a young age. Like You start that a little later. Yeah, you need to start that early. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's better to be busy. Of course. And you think it's like, it'll be harder to juggle, but I think in fact, it'll just like, and in the end, it'll be better. Right. So. Wild stuff. I, the other thing I definitely wanted to talk about is how do you win $50,000 on Ellen? How did this come 75, about? 75000 Was it 75? Seventy-five, buddy. This is. I already have the title for this for this video. How to win seventy-five thousand dollars on LA. If that doesn't catch people's attention, I don't know what will. <laughs> Fly out twice to LA. Yeah. For a day. Let's. Yeah, I wanted like the whole uh, the whole story. How do you go, first of all? You know, how well, do you get on? Well, LA? First of all, we signed a lot of things, and I can't really say uh, a lot about behind the scenes. <laughs> but I can give you a general. Yeah, please. Is um, Ellen a bitch? No, no she's great. She is actually. Um, so yeah, totally not crazy. paid seventy five thousand to say that. That was crazy. That uh, yeah. So my girlfriend at the time went to watch Ellen DeGeneres show in the crowd. Yeah. Um, and she's a beautiful woman. So of course they were like, "Hey, sit front row." <laughs> she's got good energy, you know. And then they right. asked her after the show, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to audition for this thing, Game of Games?" And she's like, "Sure." And they did this quick little like. I guess interview thing, and they said, you know, if you have a boyfriend or uh, someone to so go I can on find with, one. <laughs> yeah, uh, just uh, apply with them. So she came home. She's like, "Listen, we're gonna audition for this game of games." And I'm like, "I'm in." Yeah, it's so up your alley. This is it's my literally like you. I low key. I don't talk about it, but like it's I, TV I with athleticism. Like, it's you, act. dude. It's you, stuntman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we did like these huge process. To, to, to make it but the main thing is you're playing heads up which is Alan's game yeah with the producers on Skype right they just want to see energy this and that and you have to make this whole story like there's a lot of work into it and we did it all and like basically never heard back and we were like nah like it, work it is out. what it is you know they say for every 10 you apply for maybe get one sure I've applied for Amazing Race and all those you, you, you can't have your hopes up so we forgot about it 
Little do you know. Burbank, <laughs> Ellen was there. Burbank, California. What? Boom. You guys ready to go in two days? And yeah, so we got, you know, flown out to LA and spent the time there. Um, and won the first round. And then the next week went again. But here's, this is perfect for this whole Yes, because uh, you're saying how we're busy. So the first time we went, we would fly out on Thursday and we were to film Friday, but we also filmed a wedding on Saturday. So we had to get a red eye and drive back. Like you're supposed to stay three days and just chill. We were back the next day, filmed the wedding. Next week rolls around, same idea. Sunday, we're shooting a wedding together. She's doing video, I'm doing photo. Right. So this is the timeline. Go to LA on Thursday. Go on the second round of Ellen, win. Yeah, that's the fly home. You, won. you don't sleep. You fly yeah. home, get here, go to the wedding, which is in Leamington, an hour away from here. Go to the wedding. We're doing pre-workout at the at the in the fridge because, right. like, you know, I didn't. We didn't want to tell them that we were just in LA. Of course, twenty hours ago. That's you you actually can't tell them because you signed a non-disclosure at the time. True. Yeah, you couldn't tell. So we were drinking that and then. The, the groom goes, are you drinking pre-workout? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, I love it. Like, you're all in my wedding. My photographer's drinking pre-workout at my wedding. That's the kind of photographer I want. This guy was chill and he was cool. So that happened. Um, so we do that wedding. And then I compete on Sunday in London for pole vault. Dude. How are and you it's alive? Like, right? How am I alive? <laughs> I broke the serving national record on that Sunday. And it was my best jump that year. That's crazy. So it's not. It all game. came Millhouse. You know, Everything go was going super early. Go this. Why'd you buy a lottery ticket? No, yeah, <laughs> it's coming up so much. Okay, because I didn't win the lottery. Dude. I worked for that. You know, years I trained to jump that. No, and then yeah, we won, which was which was crazy. And like I was proud because I took it as a as a competition. Like of course. first time I was there, it was like I was nervous. It's like the cameras and this, like you have a little bit of nerves. No one's, of course. You know, we're not robots. Of course. The difference is you, if you let the nerves control you, right? that's when you're a nervous person, but you get those nerves and you just let them pass. You went full of Joko, baby. And you just go, right? Yeah. And you, you, you play it up. You're this character, you, you play. And then after that first experience, but it was very quick and the game so crazy and whatever. Actually, she just posted it on Instagram, the whole, the whole first game. Oh yeah? Yeah. So after that, the next time I went in, Buddy came in hot. I was like, I am the king. I'm going to win money. And like, this is where I belong. And it was like, hey, hey, Ellen. What's up? Yeah, what? like, and they, they and they sensed it. Even yeah. some of the workers were like, buddy, like, good for you. You know, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, because I'm here to win, you know. And I think that that sports mentality, it was like a competition. And I just dialed in and won, which was hype. Little financial stability, financial freedom. Basically, no. I could train and live for free the next year. That's so nice. Which is today. That's I, huge. Ideally, we would have been in Tokyo. Everything would have been. But then this thing happened called the pandemic. Dun, 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 this dun. is where like a video, <laughs> off video starts. He's like, the yeah. pandemic started. It's like a little <laughs> bat in China. Someone's eating soup. Yeah. So it's just like life is so weird. Yeah. You know, shit happened, but it was a crazy experience. And now, next time I apply to any show, that you little box, that, oh, that yeah. little box. Have you ever been on TV? Check, check. Season three, Alan Game of Games winner. It's actually on my resume. Oh, I would put it on Game there, of Games season three winner. That's, <laughs> un- that's in under languages, under like the extras. I'm thinking of your like resume, Olympian, I master so. filmmaker. Day, day, I'm just like day. for the future, and then at the bottom. Ellen game, game winner. 
Yeah. Can, yeah. I also want to add on my uh, resume that I've started fire with two sticks. Yeah, you're an outdoor man. You're yeah, a. I am an outdoors man. I love you. Got to hang out with mom and dad as much as you can. I literally remember messaging you for tennis one time, and you're like, "Sorry, bro, I'm, I'm off the grid for <laughs> the next seven days." I was like, "All right, bro, I enjoy." Yeah, I'm big into survival camping, bushcraft, like you know, bare bones, uh, just reconnect. Um, it's it's crazy if you've never done it. It's definitely something you got to do. It's not me, my guy. I like to Twitch chat and. Uh... Support some lady that's got her cleavage out. That's all. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to have a good Friday night. Hey, man. Yin and yang. You can do that all the time, but three days in the forest will really bring down your nervous system and really get grounded. I feel like I work really hard in life to not have to live in a fucking forest, you know? That's the way I see it. I Obviously, it's a joke. Some people love it. It's Yeah, it's, it's, it's great, and I think we've gone a little too urban. Like, you need this mix. Like, you need to have a little everything and then... And, climb a tree ever so often it's just healthy yeah you're one of those like um uh, kind of freak athletes in the sense because you do stupid shit that i would like not even think about oh, like you're climbing your house right. around and, yeah like, you've set yeah. up like I'm yeah tell people what that what that is what well during quarantine everything was shut down and i was like i still need to train so i trained almost every day and um i was i rock climb because it's good for you know even your posture and, and strength um body movement so i was just yeah, bouldering my house. I've got those French corners, and I just, you know, go French those, corners. Yeah, and just climb those, go on my window. Like Tarzan and, shit. Yeah, and just, like, be on my window and look inside, and it's like my nephew and my dad are like, <laughs> uncle's crazy, and my neighbor's like, what's this guy doing? But, um, yeah, I was shredded at the time. Yeah, well, you still are shredded. Dude, I, mean, I haven't... You've got, like, what, 3% body fat? Yeah, I haven't done anything in two months, and I actually am concerned as to why I haven't lost muscle mass. <laughs> It's pretty freaky, to be honest. Um, yeah, I've been blessed with good genes, but um, yeah, I haven't done anything in a while. This was my month off. I haven't been living healthy because I've been filmmaking. Of course, you can't. It's the, but, you can't mix all these things. You can't make it no. balance it. But next week, I guess, or in two weeks, when I move to Toronto, it's it's full in, full in training. It's going to be good. Get back into the rhythm. Um, but yeah, you really, you really get into the flow of things. That's what I like about sports. It keeps you yeah. in this nice state where, uh, you just feel your body and you, you feel healthy. Like I haven't been sick in like five years, four years. I can't remember the last time I had a runny nose. Just got to stay on top of things. Be healthy, eat healthy. Yeah. Make homemade sausage. Homemade sausage. Yeah. Shout out to your dad for absolutely killing it. You hey, said you hey, said, hey, hey, family ordeal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you made it. You all made it. We all made it. Well, actually, this year, you're he, making your own meats. This is when we. This is like you know. I'm trying to like paint a picture for like. He dries them and cures them, but this year my buddies came and we made it an event, and so we good. basically did all the the hard labor, and right. he was just like directing, like the director he is is perfect. Like he's got it. He's, he's a veteran. He's got like 15, 20, 30 years. You know, like oh, he was mixing sausage before I was even conceived, man. So he was mixing a different kind of sausage. He was mixing, <laughs> mixing a different kind of sausage. Um, so yeah, no, you you gotta you gotta live live off the land. So it's good if you can get if you can get like uh, animal products, animal fats. You know, not yeah. this not this whole American Heart Society lying that you know it's it's saturated fat. Yeah. It's sugar that kills you. This stuff's pure energy, pure energy. I love it. Um, so yeah, you got to do that. I want to get into hunting. I want to like be able yes. to have my meats like kill a moose. I'm actually down for that. Deer. I'd be down to do that. With have you. that meat. I I never want to buy any meat from the yeah. grocery store. I'd be down to try that. Right. I want to like hunt. I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian, 
but I, I respect that they don't like the meat that we currently have available. It's shit. Yeah. But if you're if, if if it's natural, you need animal products. I mean, and they have things that that plants will never get to you, give to you. Bow hunting, rifle hunting, bow, uh, either or, but bow. I, bow would be sick. Like I said, yeah, I'm an outdoors man. It's like yo, I'd be down if you want, but even bow. Have you done bow before? Have you tried it? Uh, yeah, like I've man, I, I built a bow and arrow out of PVC, man. Of course, you yeah, what? Even it was like forty-five pounds. I don't and I, I want to question that. I don't <laughs> want to see how strong it was, right? Because I made it. Yeah. And we had this old car door in the in, outside that was from our old Jeep. And I was like, let's see. And I go, and it went through the car it's door. like I killed a small child, and I put hide, hide the body. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's a weapon. <laughs> it's a weapon. Just PVC and PVC, you know? I think it's quarter inch and a half inch PVC. And you just strip the, the quarter inch one, and you jam it in, and it fits in perfectly. And that's it. You get a long bow. Boom. Um, I start, I tried bow... Not bow hunting, bow. I don't know. I went somewhere with my mom. There was there's a club here. Yeah, yeah, at the sportsman club. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I want to try like shooting a bow. And I was like, fucking fourteen. My mom's like, all right, we'll go do that. And so I went there. I was like struggling to pull that thing, but when I let it go, oh, that feeling, dude. closest thing to sex, I think. Yeah. Watch. Just like, and it's crazy, like when you watch like, uh, like Game of Thrones. Or yeah, Lord yeah. Of the Legolas. Things, just yeah, when they're. Uh, it's just a nice like yeah. it's a nice feeling and it's got a good flight path and the sound is very like it's it's you gotta get obsessed with bow hunting though I feel like yeah. bow hunting is not one of those things like oh, I'll just pick it up for 30 minutes a day or something you need to like be in the deep weeds for sure but like like we talked earlier you know that's what I do go seven days and I'm an animal I right. become like we killed a squirrel last time and ate it like you're just you become you, your hunting senses heightened yeah and it's just like you know that's yeah, that's where the ultimate goal is. So, so moving to Toronto is mostly for training, right? Yeah. For yeah. and you already said you set the record for what Ser- Serbian uh, high jump or pole vault. Yeah, the Serbian national record. But you didn't want to pay for the like registration for something. That's I wanted to bring that up. Well, it's funny because they they actually like accepted it. They put it on. The oh, they did. So yeah, height rules or rules. <laughs> no, they're not listening to the podcast. No, they did. Yeah, so that's like a good check. Like basically, I've succeeded in a way in my career already. Now it's just icing on the cake. Yeah, everything is a bonus from here on out. Yeah, so that's I mean that's great and that's fun. But you know you just gotta you can be happy, which is a choice, and I am. But satisfaction is different. You know, I'm I'm still not satisfied. I'm never happy, dude. I don't know. I have some people. I see people happy. I'm like, what are you happy about? You know, like that. Even the air, baby. I'm Another never, day in paradise. Whenever I do anything that's remotely good, I'm like, oh, that video was awesome. I got a half a million views on it. And the next day, I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, well, what now? Man. Yeah, I was like, what now? Like, I guess that was cool. Well, the, and that's the whole... It's such a temporary happiness. It is. And, and, but everyone, everything is like, the whole thing is like, oh, like, Olympics, Olympics. And it's like, yeah. And then you have people like Sean White, who win a gold medal at the Olympics. And then going to depression. Yeah, right. Right, you have this like goal, and then you do it. So it's like you gotta understand that, like that's just a passing thing. You win it, ride the highs. Yeah, and then ride the lows. And just, you need those lows. Without those lows, you don't even know what highs are. Best, best advice or comment I ever got is this guy in a bar. I think he was on drugs or something. But I don't even know where it was. But <laughs> it was like it was just he had this good vibe, and and I was like, man, like what's your story? And he goes, you just gotta ride the wave. <laughs> 
So like as he's passing me the drink, he's just like, that's just, a t-shirt right there. What are you doing today? He's like, dude, just ride the wave. <laughs> like, you know. You like, just felt that. You felt that energy. You're like, damn, that's where I want to be. Some things you can't control, you know? Sure. So you can't go there and start punching waves. Just of grab a surfboard and ride it, dude. You'll have a better time and, you, and you'll end up not drowning. Right. Go and punch it. It's not going to work, so just ride the wave, man. What's the next wave? What else you, you know, want to do but you don't have time for or like you just, you know. Acting. Acting. Um, so like I guess more filmmaking, and um, it's crazy. Business. You have a film degree, but you haven't really like tried to get any professional film work, right? Like you haven't. I've really... done. I've have worked you... on a feature, and um, I write like on my own, but not yet. That's something is like later yeah. on when my body fails for sports, my mind will still be sharp and have lived a life that I can make a good movie that's watchable. Right. Right. I would so, like to play an extra in that if that's possible. Oh, for sure. zero experience sure. in the film. Well, actually, now no. we have the power. <laughs> I have one line. People love that line. My buddies love it. Samir's always like, that's the best. Like, mm. It's so funny because like, I am a Serbian man and yet I cannot do a Serbian <laughs> It's hard. It's not Russian. You always go Russian, but it's not. It's like uh, it's Rounders with uh, John Malkovich. Do you remember that? No. He's like, he's money. It was like the worst Russian accent I've ever heard. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's how it should sound. Like, that's how, you know, white people think we sound. Yes. It's, yeah. So, that's, I guess, that's the next wave is just get better at everything, you know? And, yeah. Uh, buy, buy land, get a house, like, make money. Like, that's the next step, you know? At the end of the day, it's not all about money. It's not. But it is something that's necessary. So, yeah, that's kind of the, where I'm at now. Um, Turning your, you said you wanted to go from, like, you know, build up a following with pole vault and yeah. stuff like that, and then turn that into something like through Instagram and for sure. What was like, the dream there, I guess, or plan? I mean, I don't know really what the end goal is, um, but I guess it's just seeing seeing where that goes. I mean, I think that social media is so good; it has so many good things as well as negative. But I I, I tend to focus on the negative. So many more opportunities for some, for some reason. Yeah, of course. Um, so kind of copied what I do in the rest of my life and just think positively of, of it. So I think social media is a good tool to spread, you know, uh, positivity and like it's inspiration. You never know who's watching, whatever. So I think just like doing your best, having fun. And if you put it online, people might be inspired by it. Sure. So I guess when I really think down deep, when I think about it, yeah, I'm like, I'm an entertainer. Like I was born to entertain. Like You're a showman. Film, right? Yeah. You know, Filmmaking, entertainment, acting, sports, even pole. Like what is that? Show the core, shit. it's it's entertainment. Like, yeah. Uh, watch this guy jump with a stick. So like, shit. Yeah, if you're gonna entertain, you might as well do it online. Do a bunch of things and see what sticks. Yeah. So just day by day, man. Hi, are you worried about the Toronto lifestyle? Are you worried that you uh will get a little distracted from the uh? You no, know what I'm no, no. You know what I? Don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, no. Toronto. Take a shot every time I make a blow reference. Yeah. What is <laughs> going on? <laughs> um, it's a Windsor thing, guys. Is it Windsor thing? It's a Windsor thing. It's, it's, it's a world thing. Well, it's like the one thing everyone does but doesn't want to admit it. Like Canada is the second biggest user of cocaine, apparently. And I would say most of that is because of Windsor. <laughs> and the audio and video cuts off there. Kind of a perfect ending, to be honest, unintentionally. And uh, I apologize once again for losing the last like seven, eight minutes of this podcast. But 
Um, still an awesome guest and I think a great episode. I'll leave my friend Milos' Instagram down below. Drop him a follow. He's a very interesting character. And if you're listening on some sort of podcast platform, drop me a review. It'd really help my podcast grow in the future. And if you're on YouTube, obviously, like and sub. And I'll see you next time. Peace.